0: In today's episode, we talk about beauty, what beauty means to us, and how our cultures and upbringing influence our beauty regimens. Listen in on how our culture opened up our sense of beauty. Get started. Welcome to another podcast episode. I'm Janelle. We have Shafia and Jillian. Yay! <laughs> So I'm really excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about beauty. Dun, 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 I'm Yeah, <laughs> but that's good. Everybody has different views about beauty mm-hmm. and how it makes them feel. You know, we could have positive or negative feelings towards it. Um, Where do you think like your beauty standard comes from? What has influenced it the most? What do you guys think? I think it's changed over the years, right? Okay. First, it was like magazines, magazines, and like social media. But I feel like it started from like my mom, my grandma, my family, just my culture in general. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Same, same. I would think that I think it's mainly my culture. Um, maybe like my maternal grandmother and my mother. Um, just growing up with them, they're Colombian women. Um. I know beauty's just kind of like an important thing so I think I think it all started from there yeah okay I would say the same like you were saying Jillian like social media magazines um maybe more for style but beauty yeah originated from mama like watching my mom do her makeup regimen in the morning how she does it um what she finds to be beautiful for her uh so definitely comes from that she get it from her mama. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know. Well, which is good because I mean we all have hot looking moms in this group. So for you know. sure. yeah, I'm so just looking forward for, <laughs> yes, to got some good jeans. But good is that say that the way your mom looks is like a reflection of how you may age or or look? Oh, I <laughs> yes. I sure hope so. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting that everybody mentioned their mom or, you know, their culture it has to do with family. Like that's where it starts from. Um, Jillian, where would you say as far as culture, what uh, category of beauty had the biggest impact? Um, it's crazy because I for sure think it's hair. Okay. Like how your hair looks was so important going, like I was sitting under a hairdryer at two. Wow! Like <laughs> I've with always like and stuff? okay. Let me not exaggerate. Maybe not too oh, but five. That's still that's still super. Because I didn't have hair at two. So and I remember my mom would say <laughs> like, and then there's always this notion of pelo bueno, which is good hair, or pelo malo, which is bad hair. And my mom would say like, when she was pregnant, they always would say like, oh, you don't know, she may come out with bad hair because my mom's African American and. They, Bad hair was like thick, coarse hair. And sure enough, I didn't have hair till I was like two and a half. Years. And so they much? had no clue what my hair was going to be like. But ever since, it was always like, do her hair, make sure you're doing her hair. It was always a topic of their conversation. So I grew up with like, oh, I have to have my hair done. I have to have my hair done. And done meaning straight, yeah, not always curly. And I can say that I didn't embrace my curls for years like living in Florida I had no choice right (laughs) Right. so I had to have curly hair but then like over the years I remember I was in college one year and no one had ever seen my hair curly to the point when I had curly hair they were like your hair gets curly did you get a perm yeah and I was like I just came out of the shower what are you talking about you know so it was so like a big deal and I was like naturally really curly hair I just it's a lot to manage when curly I have really thick hair and I was always you know told to have it straight and sleek and that's how what looks good right right and I know those Dominican salons be getting your hair like yeah, all right so, super straight yeah. yeah like you don't have to touch it the whole week right oh, you leave it. just like you sit in rollers for an hour, then straighten it with a blower, and then with a flat iron, like it's a process. And it was, I know when I lived in New York, I was just talking about this to someone else. We I would go to the salon every single week to get my hair done. It was just like a regimen. You go get your hair done, sit there, like nothing. But that gets tiresome because then you don't embrace like what's yours, you know? And yes, I fully aware that I have this privilege of the fact that I can get straight and curly hair. Not everybody can do that, Um, but I wasn't embracing my curls at all. Do you feel like you do now? I know your hair is kind of like straight now, Yeah. um, but I do see you rocking your curls. Mm -hmm. Where are you at with all of that now? So it's crazy because I feel like I recently started kind of enjoying my curls, learning what my curl is and like what products to use to make it look good and being confident when I have my hair curly. I know for a, like until this till this day, I won't go to a job interview with curly hair. Same, so interesting. I think I would did Um, sadly, there's so much controversy on like natural hair and the perception of it that I still don't feel fully comfortable that I'll be judged for me and my qualifications and not my hair and first. So um, that's always been a setback. So when I think about culture, I, it's not only my culture, but just the American culture in general, you know, that's made that, that drastic impression on what I feel I'm comfortable with. Right, right. I know. And then it's always like people want what they don't have. Cause And those with right. like, straight hair, never want have to, the curly hair. You never have to, right. And then if you have that uh-huh. super curly, you're like, oh my gosh, it's too much. I want my hair straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You get to have both, which is I, amazing. I know. And sometimes people are like, you take that for granted. But it's also like growing up, it's like all my cousins, we all have different kinds of hair. And like, it was always like, Oh, you have good hair. Oh, you have bad hair. You know, you had to like think about that. Now breaking that down of like, no, everybody's hair is good. There right. is no bad hair. There's bad hair days. Right. but There's no bad hair, you know? And that pays a big part of beauty standards. Right. In it's interesting. Like, as you're saying that, I'm just thinking about like Latin culture in general. Like, I'm sure if we all looked at our families, we have, I mean, you know, I'm on the spectrum of the very white and then I have cousins that are very dark, so it's interesting that it's, like, your hair journey in itself is very individualized, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, because I can have cousins that are very similar to me, but their hair is very different, so products, methods, things that we use are going to be different, you know? Yeah, for sure, like, I have a cousin who's darker than me, and her hair is super, super straight, or I have a cousin who's, like, we're the same skin tone, but she has a really thick, curly, oily hair, so it's, like, totally different products we're always like how would you get your hair like that or when they put like um people put extensions on in my family and I'm like oh, how'd you do that like I you know there's things about hair and things like that that just everybody has their own style and dream I think that with products though like whether it's hair or anything like every product works different for mm-hmm. every person right right so like the product that you use in your hair is not going to be the same that I would use, it right, right. that works the same way as you. Although I think we have found one product in common that we all love. <laughs> yes, see <laughs> you. Yes, that product is the best. It is. It really is. I really love it. Um, and it's crazy because I think as as women, we are really quick to try new products. Um, but we and we share new products, but I feel like sometimes we don't always like say why we use product Well, can we talk about this product? (laughs) Can we? If you can tell we all have, you know, some type of blonde in our hair. Um, so I especially my hair, my like hair is like dark brown, almost black. So when I do highlights, they tend to turn brassy. So, like I mentioned, I'm I'm half Colombian. Um, so I love going to Colombia because they have like all these like beauty products and all these things. Well, um over there when you get highlights, they're they're called perla. So per, perla means pearl. So you want your highlight to look perla beige. So pearl beige. So they have this product that's called Perla beige and the brand is by Nissan. Um, And let me tell you, I don't know. It's it's just the best, it's just like a, a it's a hair mask and it's, a, it's purple and you just put it in your hair, you leave it in like overnight. When you wake up, you have like the most beautiful Beige highlight. So I got these two hooked on it, and they both love it. But to add to that, a friend of mine that I passed the love on to, she told me, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, it doesn't work." And I, you know, was like, "Did you leave it in for this amount of time?" She's like, "Your hair is different. Your highlights are different. It didn't work on me like that." Hello, no. Brad. Like was it what did it turn purple I think she didn't get you know like when I've done it I've had like that super beige or very light look now I know my highlights are a little lighter but she maybe was expecting to have like the same tone as me and she didn't it's a process so you don't you don't get it on the first try so it's a process it's like a week so tell her I call you. Day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. it's, not, it's not gonna happen overnight. Like it may not happen on the first try. Right? It you'll it have to do it like once a week, once a week until you finally get it to that tone that you like. Right. Yeah. And in the process, it may look a little purplish. Don't get scared because it'll wash out, but it, it's <laughs> not like a one-time thing forever and this is your commercial <laughs> we yes. are now doing me just pay me, just pay me because i've sold it to like four people it. <laughs> and it's word of mouth that's like how products get sold you know honestly I that's how about. i like to find products like i like to find products based on especially like for my skin i like to find products based on um or even hair people who have similar mm-hmm. hair or similar skin to me right um so it's really helpful for when people share because I feel like okay she looks like me does she have same hair kind of skin texture so that you know um because right. I uh, test i was always scared to test products right but I get what you're what you're saying with the curls because my hair is naturally curly I mean you probably can't tell right now but also growing up It was like, you had to be straight, It had to be straight. And my mom has really curly hair and she would always blow dry and make it straight. So, you know, you see that stuff from like your mom, your family, you are like, okay, so this is the way we don't like curly hair. We like straight hair. Mm -hmm. And recently I've been trying to like own the curly hair. And like, I went to work the other day with it and everyone thought like, I went to the salon and got a perm. Or like I like right, right, right. Curled it or something, and I'm like, no, I just put like conditioner in it. This is what it looks like. I'm like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. You should keep it like this. And I'm like, oh, I don't like it. Yeah. No, it's hard. And then like in the salons, they're not like gentle. It's like a process where you're like getting pulled and like strangled. So like. As much as getting your hair done was supposed to be like an experience, no one never was. When you say that, it gives me PTSD. (laughs) When I was little, you know, I had super long, super thick, curly hair. My mom, like, didn't, I wore braids forever. At nighttime, oh my gosh, it was the worst. Her having to brush my hair, she would throw that in a braid and throw me to bed, you know? Like, that was my hairstyle because it was just so massive. Like I had so much hair and it was so thick, wow. but yes, girl, nighttime, all that, I'm not tenderheaded no more.
1: I'm I know, I again. always
0: say, I hear things from everywhere, but I can't find the source, but I've heard. And if you go to sleep with a braid in your hair, it will actually make your hair stronger and it'll make it grow and everything. So go to sleep with a braid in your hair. I, I have I been like, wanting to like, no know rock braids more lately, but yeah. we'll see. Oh, for you, since you have no wrong hair, like those. Mm, I, yeah. That's a like anything in my brain. All right. Well, what about you, Shazia? Your family, your culture, um, what is the standard of beauty that they have impacted the most? I think for me, it's more skin, um, like skin regimen. Um, so my father is Pakistani, my mother is Colombian. And I think in both cultures, skin is like very important for for both cultures um so just growing up like watching my grandmother put her expensive like lancome cream my mom too like my mom passed it down to my mom and my mom passed it down to me and it was always like i had to put creams in my face i had to make sure like put cream in my neck so you know you don't get like a wrinkly like neck or chest Making sure you're putting cream, like, you know, on your hands, elbows, because you don't want to wrinkle, you don't want to wrinkle. So all I could hear was wrinkles, wrinkles, wrinkles. And I'm like, I don't want wrinkles. So I think that was so I, sad, right? I know, but it was just so like, put your creams, put your creams, take care of your face. Um, so I think at a very young age, at like 20, like early 20s, I started putting on. Anti-aging eye cream. Early 20s? Yeah. I should have started then. I've been using anti-aging products since like my early 20s. Wow. Early 20s. So I have like an eye cream that I use. And then I have like a face cream that I use. Nighttime cream. I have like this whole regimen. So I just started thinking about all this. Same. It was very important. (laughs) It was real. Like Shagia, like my mom. So my mom is a, a mix. And her mom was Puerto Rican. And she was just all about like tapping she would always do like yeah tapping and like she would be like oh tap 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 your eyes and your neck and i'm like what are you doing like she would always like take care of her skin very well and then my mom would be like i have to do your wrinkles and i'm like it's, it's horrible you guys are, but then i would say you guys are light skin. i'm dark i don't have those issues you know black don't crack yeah well <laughs> I should have started taking 90. Do you feel that gear. you have things now? Yes. I feel like my eyes have like extra lines that I shouldn't have. And I'm going to start going to sleep with some. I have to get strict with my regimen. I cream. I cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What about you? 30 30 somethings, right? Oh, it's hard to come up with these it's things. Hard. All these it's creams hard. and lotions and tighteners. And oh, yeah. My mom's all We Now we share. We'll go to uh, Costco, you know, my favorite store, Costco, <laughs> get those different like creams, or she's always like, here, you get this, I'll use this one. And you now me and my uh, mom share eye cream. Feels. But I would say for me, um, a category of beauty that had, she's had such a big impact is makeup. I, I mean, I forever remember seeing my mom getting ready in the morning, uh, doing her makeup. Um, and it's not that makeup, like, you know, we haven't learned how to do all the amazing tricks that you see now. But it was almost like even now, I don't know that my mom, what my mom thinks about seeing me without makeup. Like, oh, you know, wanna put a little <coughs> yeah. concealer on? Yeah. You know? And I don't think she means it in a mean way, but she is so used to that. And yeah. I'm and I'm trying to, you know, I've been trying to rock the natural look more often. Um, especially when I have a dad that's like, oh my gosh, you guys don't need to wear makeup. You look beautiful as is even my boyfriend. He's like, "Ah, oh, you don't need to wear makeup. You look gorgeous. Just like that, leave it. But I have this thing and I'm sure it stemmed from my mom, you know, that like, I gotta, I have to cover up. Um, like, I would never go to work without makeup on. Like that just will not happen. Um, like I have to have something on like a full, face of makeup I try to minimize what I use even the creams that I'm using mm-hmm. I'll use like BB cream so it's a little lighter I don't put like I won't try to like thick it on like cake like before but um I would definitely say it came from my mom uh even it's funny because today as you know we're preparing to record this I'm like oh let me do my makeup and you see I have like blue on and it's so funny unintentionally I would always think my mom would put on like purple eyeliner no which is not like a common thing you know yeah. I mean? that everybody puts that on their faces but it was just interesting i'm like oh my gosh i really am like replicating your your mama's to... i know I and mean, really, you really do look just like yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i see it sometimes <laughs> what I really, I know. <laughs> You're like twins. The only time that I'll see it is if I'm looking like at a picture, maybe like an old picture. And I'm like, oh, is that me? Or no, that's her. Okay. That's the only, I don't know. I guess it's weird. I don't really see it like that. Like when I'm talking with her, I don't see myself, you know? You guys are identical. That's so that's fun. funny. funny. Mm-hmm. I always remember my first makeup products that she let me buy was clear mascara. That was like a big deal. It was clear. But yeah, it was no mascara. mascara. How old were you? I was probably like eleven. Lovey, clear. No clear. People's um, eyeliner in school, and come off and wash my face, and she'd be like, "You used you somebody somebody's makeup. Nope. I can tell you have record eyes." Oh uh, That happens. You can't see. use makeup until you're sixteen. That happens. And see. that was for prom. Really? She wouldn't yeah. let you put makeup on for prom? No. only um, until prom. Oh, only until like, prom. Like she was really strict. So was my dad too, like no makeup, no makeup, no makeup. So I was do Same girl. Yeah. I, I couldn't dye my hair until I was like 18. I couldn't close okay. my eyebrows. Oh, I was like, and body hair is a whole I'm hairy." Uh-huh. "Hello, I'm brown. Mm-hmm. I'm hairy." But um yeah, I can do my eyebrows. Uh 15 15 but it was only the bottom I couldn't do the top only the bottom and right here that's it I couldn't interesting do interesting you know, I begged I think it was like 13 14 and I was like dude it's about to be a unigram like you know, <laughs> I had it Oh, like, yes. i was like a caterpillar and i'm like so that was me with like shaving my legs, my armpits, forget it. I had to fight into the end and I would sneak it. My dad would not allow me to shave. I at don't all. understand that. If somebody can please explain that, I just don't understand. I think that it's like a rite of passage. It's showing that you're getting older. They, you know, they might still see you as young, using a blade on your body. I don't know. It might... Even now, as an adult, like boys will be attracted to you because you have no hair. True, it like takes away the baby from you. you. Oh, now they see she has shaven legs. Oh, now she's sexy. sexy. Oh, I don't want to talk to her. I don't know. I just think that's crazy. Like, okay, hair, hair smells. Like hair itches. Hair is like uncomfortable. Why would you not want your child to be comfortable? So, let me ask you were you not able to do that from your dad, your mom, or both? Well, they would be unified. Okay, good, good parenting, by the way. <laughs> okay, they would be unified because it would be. I had a phase where it would be like, Ask your father, and then she would just forget say that it. Because it. it was, you know the answer, right? Right, you're, you're like, like, Forget it. I'm not so but to me, I understood, like, short skirts, I got it. OK. But the damn sh- shaving of the legs, like, come on. I didn't get that. I really didn't get that. Or like, body hair, like, I understand it's money. At first, I was like, OK, it's money. Maybe that makes sense. But it's like, couldn't you just do it for me? Like, did you want me to walk around with I that? would always say, I'm like, here, you <laughs> shave my legs then if you don't want me to. Oh my goodness! I don't want to be in shorts at school in my hairy legs. We are on the arm? Florida. Like, in Florida, right? I can't. I I just don't. Understand. They did us wrong when we were young. I mean, but Granny, if I had a if I had a daughter too, you know, God willing, one day I'll have maybe want, have one. But if I had a daughter, I'd probably be the same way though. Right. I wonder what the age will be when I know. I, give I wonder in. what age I'll give it. I mean. I don't, I don't know, know.
1: I, I don't think know. that
0: I it's a comfort thing for me like I feel uncomfortable with hair so why would I want and as a like from my mom's perspective I'm like do you shave your legs and like, how up like you, why wouldn't you want me to do that you know but I think too it might be an individual thing I'm seeing and I know this might be a little off topic I'm seeing Up trend uh now you know women not shaving like being natural not Uh shaving their armpits not shaving their legs um I don't know you know what that's looking like down there but to each his own but if your mom was like that then I'm sure you would be like that but I think even your hair growth and journey I like to call everything a journey is personalized and individual you know so what happens if you have a daughter and she says and she wants to walk around with her armpits like that. I, well, you then push her to shave her armpits? I know. These are, the two, these are two I don't You don't want to be those moms either. It's crazy. They like nasty shave them, but I you know. don't want to do that either. But yeah. that's what she wants. But I think to me, it goes back to the comfort. Like, is that comfortable? Do you feel confident in that? Is it, you know, yes, sanitized? Mom yes mom Did I you wash it, it well yes. like that's the part I want okay, to like, okay. mom look <laughs> I don't know you'll cross that bridge when you get there that is something to think about I really didn't think that I mean granny if my daughter's like eight and she's coming to me telling me she wants her eyebrows dead and like eight who knows I mean, with these I kids these days my mom would be I like well, a I wouldn't surprised and whatever see. comes out you're clean now your eyebrows are all cleaned up and I'm like that's funny. I know. I see Ruben. middle schoolers now with like better nails than me. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like these like beautiful, like, you know, long acrylics. And I'm like, but you're only making middle school. Why? No, what i you thinking is, <laughs> yo, mama, I don't get my nails done because that's a bill that I have, right? You know? The there isn't any. Phil's done every $50 week. at least a month. I know. So let's talk about that. So we talk about beauty standards, right? The fact that it costs so much to keep up these beauty standards. I'm curious as to like, has that affected why we use certain products or why we don't use? Like, I'll be honest, my mom has probably tried to put plant like push all like and I'd be like whatever you're gonna give me on use. but I'm not paying a hundred and something dollars for each product or like you know it's not till now that I'm like oh $40 for cleanser is really inexpensive (laughs) compared to the others but it's also like there's other products that I know probably are better and I don't use them because they're so expensive like if you, that was just a cleanser, then you got the toner, then you got the moisture, then you have the ice cream, then my hair, then those products, right. yes, and those products. I think it takes a lot of like researching too, because things are all marketing. So right, there might be some great products that are super expensive, just because that's how they market it. And that's like, whatever. Meanwhile, you can find a lower end product that has the same exact ingredients, does everything the same um, at a cheaper price. You know, but yes, my mom is all about the Clinique. When I first, I had acne when I was, um, you know, my teens, and so that's where I was like, I need like some kind of makeup or something. You know, I was so insecure, and I remember her taking me to Clinique, which is expensive. But she was like, I want you to use like the right products. Now, you know, I think that was a one-time deal. She's like, Hey, right, that was expensive. Now you're on your own. Get a job. You can <laughs> buy it yourself. But. I, I would say so sometimes cheap products are not bad but you do want to use the good things on your yeah. face you yeah. know and your hair they're important yeah. I think it just depends on what works for who. again going back to that you know like all oh, different products are going to work differently but I get you with the acne because like I've always suffered from really bad acne especially in um, high school I had really bad acne and the only way it's been able to be controlled because I also have PCOS um, so that causes you to have really bad acne um, is going to dermatologist. So I religiously like go to the dermatologist like every couple of months. So I have like prescribed creams that I wear in the day and in the night for my acne. Um, so that gets that gets cost, you know, oh, like, for costly. sure. You know, it it costs a lot of money to keep up with all that. Yeah. You know? I'm also into like so. Of course, you know, we had a lot of time during the pandemic to research a lot of things. <laughs> and- um, What's the way Google now? Yeah. So I looked up a lot of, I was looking up to see I wanted to start a regimen and buy like clean products. But then I got into like DIY and social media was like showing me all these different ways to make masks, like a cinnamon mask. you guys a, a cinnamon mask. A cinnamon mask? I can't oh. say cinnamon right now. <laughs> it's okay. <A> cinnamon <laughs> mask. There's so um, many, you could eat so many fruits and coffee. I was going to say, it goes down back to the basics, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Even like these, I know you were saying sugar scrub wax, don't do it. But it's just it's not sugar scrub. scrubs, right? <laughs> it's not a scrub. Right. Okay, the sugar, sugar wax. Right. Okay, even egg yolk, like sometimes i walk in, my mom will be like this, like like she got a facelift or something, she's like, don't talk to me. She'll be like, don't talk to me right <laughs> now. I'm like, what are you? And she's like, it's um, well. Weibo egg, and I'm just like okay. So it's like egg white, and she'll put it like all over. She does all these things, and I'm like okay. I haven't gotten into the webble part yet, but Maddie, I I've seen a couple of days days in The hair, days in the hair oh, yeah. I and egg. they put the ice on it. Oh back. That, is, that was the most disgusting experience. The hair. The hair smells like vinegar, but yeah. right, like, but it works. Though. It works. I feel for yeah. at least for me. Oh, for, for sure. My sure. hair was dry. Oof. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Or what other things I feel like, and I always thought that that was like, oh, my culture is real different. we do just some crazy ass shit. We're, we're putting men in people's hair or some avocado. But I guess we all do it. I think just like everything, we just need to keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we're back to the original. Right. Um, so we talked about how culture has influenced our standards of beauty or how we see that. What would you say about social media? I think it had it plays a big part for me also, because I'll see all these like beauty, beauty experts, beauty beauty influencers, I guess that's what you would call them. And um, it's usually all these brown girls that are beautiful and like, you know, all their like. Makeup tricks and all this stuff. So then I'll go like down a rabbit hole. I don't have TikTok, but that's kind of like my rabbit hole, like just going down to like looking at different products. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that out. So I think social media plays a big part too. You know, like you see different people that you kind of have the same interests is or cultural background and things like that you should just do that because this girl sends me so many things on instagram about oh try this part i'm like girl i i can't afford to keep up with all your suggestions no you should do this you should do that oh get this one get that i'm like oh my god i'll be trying something true new story. every week true story story of my life wow no i definitely need to start looking up like I don't put makeup on, and I feel like I go to social media to see like okay, a tutorial on YouTube, like how should I do it, what where should I put it? Like I don't know how to contour, I just don't. Like it's yeah. just not a thing. Mm-hmm. I probably don't even have all the products. Or like I was just on social media, like how many product, um, how long you keep products? Because mm-hmm. that was another mm-hmm. thing. Like. I had mascara and since I don't use it every day it was like there from a year ago I, I probably need to clean out a lot of my makeup <laughs> you know and then I'm like I don't want to put it on my face and break out you know or something so I I think I've used it as more educational tool to just know how to do things or what to do with things to keep them up or like some people are using like Little refrigerators for their snacks. yes, I've seen yeah. that they'll put like all their little face creams and like this little cutesy mm-hmm. mini fridge. I, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know what that's for. Too much. So I'm not gonna so get that. Much. I mean, I'm I'm not go that I don't know. But I'm also so to keep up with them like trends, you know, like to think, oh, like yeah. back in the day, like when we used to go, out, like we would cake the face, and like, you had to have the eyeshadow, all the different colors to match your outfit. And I think like the way it's progressed until now, like I don't wear my makeup like that anymore, guys. Right. Like, you know, my makeup has come down. This is the <laughs> most makeup I have worn in quite a long time. Right, and you have oh, to have like sure. the earrings too, the color to match, like what you were wearing. And, like I think it's just like with trends to so, like keep up with the trends and the styles. Right. You know, you use social media. We can also. say that, or oh, we can say we've all. And I was <laughs> gonna say it's definitely bad but that. I would say. The products that I use is definitely because I'm aging, you know, I'm going to cover my gray. Mm-hmm. So I'm using different things or putting lighter colors in my hair to kind of cover mm-hmm. that up. I'm using thinner uh, foundation for my face, not like I would before. So age definitely plays. I'm trying to, you know, use more neutral colors than maybe before. Foundation is a big one because I always used to use MAC forever uh, and they were oh my gosh messages. yes so much <laughs> money off of all well it's like my goal too. but one thing i didn't like it was that one it oxidizes to orange so we look yes. orangey and two i started being more conscious like you were saying about like products that are being used mac has like all oh, the bad stuff that you shouldn't like put. So and then i remember when i support one day and like the girl was so nice she was asking me all these questions and like i finally found a foundation that doesn't have all those products is like cruelty free, vegan, it's like for sensitive skin. So I think also like the consistency, right? You were saying of the foundation is like exactly. a lot thinner than like being kicked out with matte. So I think mm-hmm. also like be more conscious of like what ingredients um are in products that we're using now. Yeah, today. right. Yeah. Like knowing your skin sensitivities and things right. like that. Right, right. Yeah, because I feel like this also goes back to like what we were saying in other episodes. Like when we were younger, we didn't really pay attention to the changes that would happen like oh I broke out oh uh, that was who knows what that was from drinking not sleeping who knows but it could have been from our makeup right mm-hmm. or not wa- like i after a long night at the club Is and not good? washing I'm your face you I'm you <laughs> always wash your face after going out and well we're talking every about, about in our like, 20s right? every night you have to wash your face but yes. right. well, when you have makeup on mostly we'll please don't go to sleep with it working on it working on it see that's why if I don't wear makeup then I you know but you should be showering anyways anywho (laughs) well ladies cheers to another episode (laughs) it was so awesome speaking with you ladies about beauty some things that is always a topic of conversation for sure I think that I like I reach out to you guys for beauty things all the time so it's so good to have a like a real frank conversation of like, where do all these things that we use come from? Right. Like, why? why? Right. The why. <laughs> we always want to find the why. Thank all you right. guys.